0: podcast time. One day I will figure out what the audio cue is for Magical theory. Magical theory. I always edit it afterward. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. That's funny.
1: I was literally just listening to a clip from Conan's podcast and they were literally talking about intros, doing Mm -hmm. the intro. And they were basically talking about like how he's goofing around, goofing around, goofing around. They have a comedy podcast and they're about to start and he's just like hello he gets really serious and they're like why do you get so serious
0: <laughs> is jeff a secret beatboxer
1: oh it's no secret i am not <laughs>
0: yeah. i was like uh <laughs> what's what's going boots on there and and boots and cats and boots and cats boots and cats yeah that's that's the beatboxing you wanted right <laughs> yeah. i think so so uh this week was absolutely exhausting for me, I don't know about you as well, but for all you obviously Wizarding World fans, Hogwarts Legacy, we got 14 over 14 minutes of gameplay, uh, some more like details from the team, and uh, yeah, they're very active on social now. I, like, they just tweeted earlier this morning about uh, uh, potions class or cauldrons or something. I don't know, I didn't read it, but things are moving we got a release date window Mm -hmm. holiday 2022 we got
1: st patrick's day wasn't it but maybe april fool's day
0: oh yeah so this is
1: my ongoing joke they
0: announced this on st patrick's day and that was like the whole chat was like well they didn't say which holiday it could be this it could be that i did see
1: a german version that said winter 2022 instead of holiday
0: i am yeah so even before when we were talking about i was like yeah it's probably gonna be winter but I still reacted the way that I did because I was hoping that I was wrong. I was like, ah, maybe not. But given that it's like end of March already. <laughs> yeah, just go fine. at
1: this pace for the next nine months.
0: Yeah. I don't know if anyone, uh, uh, what, what was it? There is something. There is something I recorded. I felt like my energy was like visibly low, but I don't know if it's because I
1: was it yesterday's demoed, maybe.
0: Um, maybe a little bit, but I think it oh, was or the maybe, video um, last night when we FAQ played the FAQ video. Oh. Oh no! Last night when we played D and D, you'll have to find out what happens you had in a, that episode.
1: <laughs> a great episode. The strategy was I'll, magnificent. All
0: I'll say is that I love playing a druid. It's like it's super fun because yeah. I I have options. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's a lot there. Well, oh, also, we're also our internet died.
1: Yeah, that was a process. The
0: day before, yeah. the day before they were gonna do the. Well, so I traveled. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. So
1: oh. I was out of town until yeah. Tuesday. Came back. Mm-hmm. Internet goes down. Rip fancy internet. Yes. Yep. yep. And. <laughs>
0: It It came back that evening, but it was like the most stressful. It was not good timing for six hours that I had because I was I was literally just scrambling around.
1: Well, you went to it was very impressive, and no wonder you're tired. The it wasn't just this, but this was sort of unpredictable. Yeah, which was because the internet went down, and you wanted to make that. What is this statue video? I was in the middle of to editing my video. Transport everything, <laughs> yep. onto other computers, other I took internet my setup.
0: I took my mic. I, yes, it and was you did thing. it. I did, and
1: it was a good success because I still have questions about that statue, and we have a new video a that's new probably going to come out tomorrow. If we yes, yes,
0: after this we are full on like.
1: Yeah, I worked, I worked on that a lot yesterday to sort of get the guts of it, and now we have to make it the style and the conclusions that we want. But. We're
0: being very vague because I think we're both very excited about it. <laughs> we yeah, it's the, the beginning to, of the like, process,
1: um, but it's a magical, yeah. magical theory slash wizard PhD. It's kind of an obvious choice. We
0: need another a jingle I mean, you, for not podcast. Like Not magical a, theory. It's magical theory. Theory. theory time. Time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. What's going
0: you on? You
1: do need like a magical briefcase in which there is just a streaming setup and you just pop it open.
0: Oh my god. Ooh. I would I have a briefcase. It's a Wizards Unite one. Um, and then just be like, Barp. I like
1: that briefcase. It's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very exciting. We have no shortage of things to Mm-hmm. be talking about and and everyone chatting in discord has been fantastic and lots yeah. of cool ideas flying about
0: so also Good um
1: inspiration
0: for saint patrick's day we we ended up getting some green beers but
1: did, the yes. thing
0: that i just remembered because i told you this in the car is that fantastic beast was also happening I a week. Know. and like i, I wasn't know. even paying attention too much to that because i was all wrapped up in hogwarts legacy so it is uh it was a week for the wizarding world for sure. The
1: green beer story can be w- where we transition in, but yeah. we went to B dubs. It was St. Patrick's Day. Buffalo Welding's. We were trying to, that's correct. We were trying to, yes, yes. We were trying to, you know, just unwind, mm-hmm. get some dinner. We ordered the beer and at, they're bringing it out, and we see another table kind of kitty corner to us. They have green beers. And I'm like, oh, they're doing green beers. Yep. So it's like, bring the beers.
0: And, and they weren't like, green. And we're like, <laughs> can you make them green well it's and she was
1: totally into it she's like oh of course
0: jeff is always so funny because like he doesn't want to burden any of our servers i mean both of us are this way like we're just like oh it's fine like we'll just deal with it like i don't want don't take it back it's fine and she's like i can just walk over there and put in a drop it's not a big deal we're like okay
1: yes it was a bigger (laughs) debate than it needed to be because she was basically like oh i'll go do it and i'm like
0: yeah no it was totally.
1: <laughs> That's the Irish in me. Yeah. Oh. Oh well, no no no. Don't. Speaking
0: of holidays and Irish, why don't we? Well, I don't know if Irish fits in here, but like, sure. Let's why hear. not? <laughs> <laughs> what do we get into?
1: Once ready, turn to page four hundred three. The Yule Ball. Today's lesson is called Drama and Dancing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Chapter. Be- it's a long one. Mm-hmm. The chapter begins with Harry enjoying the start of the holidays and taking time to relax. On Christmas morning, Dobby wakes him up, and they exchange sock presents. Pigwidgeon returns with Sirius' response, and Hermione still won't say who her date to the ball is. On the day of the Yule Ball, Harry and Ron meet with their dates, Parvati and Padma Patil. Harry and Parvati join the champions and their dates, Fleur with Ravenclaw Roger Davies, Cedric with Cho, and Crum with Hermione!
0: Oh, snap.
1: Oh! The whole school seems stunned by this revelation, but nobody is bothered more than Ron. Harry navigates the dinner conversations among the judges, one of whom is now Percy Weasley, for the absent party crouch, and with Parvati's help he also survives the first dance. The rest of the night is filled with different drama. Parvati and Padma go dance with Bobaton boys, Snape and Karkarov argue, and Ron and Harry overhear Madame Maxime and Hagrid as Hagrid shares that he is half-giant. But nothing is more visceral than Ron's lightning-fast accusations against Hermione and his blow-up about her going to this dance with Crum. The dramatic night portends a painful morning, with Harry in the middle of his best friends fighting.
0: Classic Harry.
1: Classic Ron.
0: <laughs> classic, yes, classic Ron. This Twice
1: is... in the same school year. Once with Harry, once Look, with Hermione. Ron is He's very consistent with
0: how he lives immaturely his life. deals with things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um yeah. Hermione's teeth. Yes. And Ron noticed. Yes. Ron was like the like as soon he was just like, Hermione, Your teeth. Which, I mean, Ron has been, yes, yeah. Um, I like how, so Hermione's parents are literally dentists, and she just kind of like, I like yes. the way that it's written because she's like talking about it. She's like, I imagine her over-explaining kind of like to defend what she did, and she's just like, blah, blah, blah yeah, my parents are going to be happy about it because they're dentists and magic, and, and then she's like, oh, look, <laughs> change yep. the subject immediately.
1: <laughs> I Let's actually get into this because there's a lot, that I would love to unpack here. Mm, so mm-hmm. she, Hermione, Madame Pomfrey is helping her. Yes. And Madame Pomfrey apparently mm. is able to perform what is the equivalent of magical plastic surgery. hmm Okay. So she changes her the way Hermione looks, apparently without any repercussions. It strikes me as there's some inconsistencies going on here that I think are really interesting. Because we learn, like, for instance, Eloise Midgen tries to remedy her... No, no. Eloise Midgen tries to remedy her acne. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, it doesn't really work. Harry didn't get his eyes fixed for whatever reason. What I'm trying to get at is there must be some kind of black market...
0: Yeah, for the rich people, Botai. and they're they're like the Hunger Games people, and that's what they look like. It's an underground secret society. I don't know. That's
1: very interesting, though, right? Well, like, the,
0: so going also back to that, that means that Draco did a permanent change to Hermione's teeth. If it was like, well, it was
1: a curse or jinx, yeah, but it wasn't just reverting on its own, yeah. Maybe it like would a timer have time. or something, know, like an egg timer, <laughs>
0: like ding, oh, oh, here we go, yeah,
1: yeah, just. I don't know. It just strikes me as an interesting part of this. We've talked about it before of like the ability to change your appearance at will, but people don't really do it. It's kind of interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, what we've seen so far, well, yeah, I guess you wouldn't want to permanently. So like a lot of the mischief stuff is like temporary because like you don't want to permanently change your appearance, I guess.
1: I uh, like the Weasley things as well with the tongue and the canary and stuff.
0: Well, yeah, that or I'm thinking Polyjuice back to when they tried to uh, get right. into the Slytherin common right. room. and um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I also imagine that you would have to be skilled to do certain kinds of magic. So the Eloise yes. thing, like, yeah, the acne is right. not going away because right. you're not... A powerful enough witch. I, I'm or something totally
1: either. on board with that. I suspect that most potions, like Polyjuice, and different things, there's a lot of temporary tattoos, let's say, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot, a very strong witch or wizard to produce permanent appearance changes, mm-hmm. like what Madame Pomfrey did here. Mm-hmm. But I think there would probably be a business for it.
0: Well, it's interesting because, like, um. So thinking about barriers to, like, why doesn't everyone, like, change their appearance in our society? I mean, it costs a lot of money. It does. Um, it does. And then there are also, like, medically some risks with certain kinds of surgeries that you uh, yes. do with. I mean, we watched. Did we watch that? We watch a lot of documentaries. I feel like we must, we've seen yes. something, oh, like, that's related to. I think it was more about body image. Yes,
1: and, yes, yes. Um, and I think it was an explained maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. An explained.
0: So, but if magic, so I'm thinking about like an equivalent or something similar. So, going back to D and D, there are mm. material costs that are involved with like magic mm-hmm. type things. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. to what extent, um, because Madame Pomfrey, like I imagine that she has the wealth of resources for any sort of material things, like to make different kinds of potions or to or whatever to to heal or fix or whatever but I'm not sure. Or maybe it's like, like the way they look. like this idea that she's
1: like over Hermione's teeth and as she's doing this, it's like consuming some expensive resource <laughs> yeah, like through her yeah. wand or something.
0: Charge it to the Hogwarts uh, bills. <laughs> yeah, Skelligro or something. It's, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But
1: I bring it up and linger on it because, of, of course, appearance changing is a huge part of this story, <laughs> this mm. particular book. Yep. And we do know that that particular storyline which i guess is the heart of it is uh, is expensive and will involve yep. actually thievery at, uh yeah later points
0: i i uh, yeah <laughs> yep well oh i forgot to go back to my notes yes okay yep. oh no i was moving on to the I'm conjunctivitis ready to i could go on on that for a while <laughs> is yeah. curse uh because hmm. we When we were going deep into spells, we were looking at conjunctivitis Mm. for Mm -hmm. little dragons. And I just want to point out, there is a little subtle note or moment where Hermione notes that Crum did that.
1: Mm. Whereas
0: before, anytime Crumb would come up or anything related to Crumb, it was, um, I feel like it was more obviously in, you know, um, anger. (laughs) We're just Mm. like, I don't want to talk about this person, like whatever. So, yeah, just a little, like, at the beginning of the chapter, mm-hmm. it's Crumb. She's going to the ball with Crumb. The Crumbinator. <laughs> the Crumbinator. Mm-hmm. And then we-
1: Which, they did my boy Crumb dirty in the- illustrated version of the book you we, showed we me have, the we have all the shown champions
0: before but actually so zier posted in discord somebody did um did like artwork for all the characters based on the descriptions in the book and the artist who who drew crumb in that one looked more similar to the one in our illustrated book because i think <laughs> then the movie version yes because yes, so. i'm pretty sure that's what he looks like. He looks like just he some scrawny around. emo kid that's He's like, like stalking you. I don't know. <laughs> Snape,
1: but good at Quidditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we get to Christmas. This whole, so basically, this whole chapter of 30 pages is Christmas.
1: Three, it's three scenes. I mean, it's.
0: But it's the whole day of Christmas. Yeah. And here uh, he wakes up
1: to the dabble. To the
0: dabster. <laughs> that would be so creepy. You just have a little, I mean, to be fair, I do have a little Dobby that kind of hovers over me when I wake up, but yes. he doesn't have giant eyes. like.
1: No, and he does prod you before you wake up because yeah, he's moving around a like, lot. It's Hello. not like he's like stealthing up to your face or anything.
0: There's a puppy in my face now. Yeah.
1: The Dobby scene obviously socks. That sock theory, if anyone has seen it about the metaphor of socks in Harry Potter and like what it kind of stands for is a beautiful theory. And this scene is really funny. I mean, there's just just so much funny
0: and it's like,
1: it's that it socks are a symbol for like, I don't know, love. It kind of hinges on Dobby's Um, relationship to socks. Dumbledore. And then Dumbledore with Mm -hmm. the mirror. Yes. Mm
0: hmm. Uh, Seamus is just like, oh, Harry, you getting attacked again? Like, no big deal. <laughs>
1: you dead, bro? <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well, we'll no, just presents. I'm, I'm resurrection got my stone. Yeah, so the thing that I asked Jeff um, earlier t- this morning was, how do the kids get presents at the foot of the bed? And so we, initially, I was like, oh, house elves, like another thing. because Only because it's like within the confines of Hogwarts, it's like, well, how else would presents get there.
1: There's a mail mail room and then the... Well,
0: I wonder if there's like a special, like, you know, during the holiday season, like the post office has like a window where it's like, okay, this is the guaranteed delivery by Christmas sort of thing or whatever. I wonder if there's like some sort of... Well, they don't have a post office, really. They just have owls. Like, anyone can send an owl. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I wonder if there's some service that's like, okay, we'll, Goal we'll, get, <laughs> Goal we'll get your kids their presents, even when they're away at school, and we will-
1: Well, there's definitely overnighting. Yeah. I'm sure the Malfoys are paying extra, because <laughs> they bought them on the 24th.
0: But the other it thing- It always
1: cracks me up that the Dursleys send Harry something.
0: Okay, I wrote down Harry's it's list so of Christmas presents, but
1: the, the other
0: thing that I wrote down was Santa- because Father Christmas is mentioned, there's Father Christmas and the reindeer and all this stuff. So I had some questions. I just I didn't I didn't go Santa diving be deep. Santa
1: a wizard? But
0: I did a very you know surface level Google search. Other people also had the same question about do like yeah is Santa a wizard? Like how does that fit in in terms of like the storytelling yes. and the lore and like yes. the wizarding world and whatever and. Um, cause people were talking about, well, of course there would be some sort of like Santa Christmas as this, like that's in the muggle world. So like maybe they just adopted it and it's this whole thing. It's part of yeah. the decor and tradition and whatever. Right. But it's just funny because like these kids do magic and then it's like, well, you know, a, a man with a bunch of reindeer in a cart <laughs> go all around the well, world. Well, they
1: probably envision him as a wizard.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So it's more like, yeah, But they don't talk about Santa.
1: No, they don't.
0: Because it's clear that it's from people. So they maybe, maybe it's that that kind of
1: hybridizing where it's like, oh, it's this, it's the holiday of giving and we'll call it Christmas, but it doesn't have the same type of icon, iconography because they don't need it. They don't need a magical being. They know there's magical things. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, just give each other gifts. Yeah. Because there's there's no presents that are like from the mysterious yeah, this... Santa, right? It's all from people. You know who sent yeah, what. Yeah, so it's
0: more symbolic. It's like, Except oh, Santa. Except for Dumbledore and the old cloak. Doesn't yeah. sign it. No, because as as one does, as Dumbledore does, not as one does, just Dumbledore straight gotta up. Gotta
1: keep some mystique.
0: Okay? <laughs> uh, Harry's Christmas presents. Socks from Dobby, which I thought were adorable. I would definitely wear these.
1: Yes, you would. Yes.
0: <laughs> you have one that is red yes, with broomsticks on it and the other that's green with snitches on it. Like uh actually I wonder if if there is official merch where it's like packaged socks for Dobby. I bet there is, yeah. <laughs> we should look for them. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's so cute. Dobby is
0: so nice.
1: Just got that purity of spirit that uh, you know, we all seek sometimes of just like there's no hidden Motive He just wants to give his friend something that means something mm-hmm. that reflects how he feels, mm-hmm. and there's some great symbology in there of the gift of clothes. Of course, Dobby would think to give clothes, there is no better gift mm-hmm. than clothing mm-hmm. that you could give because of what it means to him mm-hmm. and uh, his people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind. It's a very, very cute. And Ron giving the socks to Dobby is also cute because that what felt instinctual. Mm-hmm. And yet it's validated at such a high level by Dobby as like, that was instinctual, but what a great instinct. Like, Dobby's just like, oh, they match. And then Ron's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, have these two and you can mix and match. And yeah. he's just like, you're just going to give me socks like without a second thought? What a wonderful thing
0: and those socks ron got as a present. know, he's described as like <laughs> the recently or opened or whatever and he's from like, his mom hey, i you think go, yeah. yeah yeah which mm-hmm. i think it, you know it's fine i
1: think he gives her he gives dobby the sweater too right
0: yeah but i think that was clear. that was on purpose yeah, yeah i think it was intentionally he gives them for, both right yeah the no he gives and them both the sweater? Yeah. yep i mm-hmm.
1: imagine the sweater does not fit i mean nor do just no stuff, i thought the that socks, the
0: dobby but... was or it was made for dobby Oh, maybe I, maybe I misread it. I don't oh, know.
1: that was not my inter... Interesting.
0: Whoopee. I was reading fast this morning. Whoopee.
1: It's a long chapter. <laughs> it was. It was very long uh,
0: chapter. Next, we have, you mentioned already, the single tissue from... Yes. ...the Dursleys, and I just wrote, what, all why bother? Low. Well, it's because they're manipulative. I almost said a bad just, word, but, you they're know... Just they're just needling they're, you, yeah, you, from uh, afar. It's just... You don't need to send anything, but this is what you choose to send because you are the worst humans that I have ever encountered, minus the
1: that's Vernon.
0: <laughs> uh, then we have Hermione give a book mm. with Quidditch teams of Britain and Ireland. Yep. Because Harry loves Quidditch. Quidditch, we know that. Uh, dung bombs. Yep. Oh, Ron. Oh, Ron. Or pen knife.
1: Harry gives Ron a hat. A Quidditch hat. Chudley Cannon. Chudley Cannon. That clashes with his hair. The penknife seemed cool.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was
1: digging that. It's like, what a neat idea.
0: A bunch of sweets from Hagrid. Uh, You know, as much as we, we I, whine about <laughs> the, hmm. the bad flavors in Birdie butts, I mean, the witches and wizard kids seem to love them a lot. I'm going
1: to pause for just one second and yeah. talk about the penknife again, because oh, I think yeah. it's related to this idea earlier with Hermione's teeth. Which is that enchantments do deteriorate. Like we learn about the invisibility cloak and how it is unique in the sense that it has not deteriorated. That like invisibility cloaks aren't rare. They're rare, but they're not unheard of. But they all break down. Well in a similar way, I material. imagine that it's more expensive, made by the stronger full, the stronger witch or wizard who enchants it because it lasts longer and is, you know that type of thing. So maybe that's what's going on. Like I was wondering about that pen knife, how expensive was it to enchant something that has this enchanted little um whatever they're called add-ons to unlock any lock and untie any knot or whatever.
0: because well, so now you're making me think about the like actual physical thing mm. and then the magic imbued in it. So right. like invisibility cloaks are woven from Jemmy Guy's hair. Yes. So, but there's also like elements of it's. It's not just like oh, let me just take some demi guy's hair and like I'm invisible or whatever. Right. There's something else that's involved with it.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: Interesting. Okay. Sorry. What did? Were
1: there any more? The jumper,
0: jumper, and mince pies mince from pies. Mrs. Weasley, and the jumper had uh, it was green and had a dragon. The dragon.
1: On it. Yeah. Yeah. Very sweet.
0: So that was Christmas morning present time. Uh, go downstairs, I guess. Well, I don't know. Is this Eule Ball time? They see, uh, or Harry sees that Crouch was not there.
1: That's at the dinner, yeah. Oh, or dinner. Like, so it's like once later they meet up with evening. the dates, oh, and right, Ron right, has right. tailored his and Hermione leaves dress early and all that. and they meet up with Parvati, and then they're gonna meet Padma. So they go down, and they're there, and they're ready for the dance. And then there's a dinner first, which isn't, I don't think, portrayed in the movie really. It just goes straight into goes the dance. It goes like, yeah, it's fanfare and but then. this it's is like dinner the dance. first, and mm-hmm. this is where Harry sits at the champions table with the judges, including Percy.
0: Oh, Percy! Percy's back. Good, 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 good.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The dinner. Um. So you mentioned it's not portrayed in the movies, but there there is some interesting stuff going on at that table. Um, I wrote a very important quote down that oh. I am sure I'm going to speak with you at length after this podcast. Oh? <laughs> okay, so Karkarov talks speaks to Dumbledore. Yes, and they're talking about oh, actually, so oh, oh, oh what happens is uh. is that uh, Crum is like all excited talking to Hermione, telling her about what the grounds are like, or you know, there's mountains and lakes, and they fly around them, and then Karkarov's like, string. yeah, and, mm. and he's he's like, don't. You know, don't give yeah. too many details away. She's going to find out where we are. And Dumbledore kind of makes a comment back being like, what's the deal? Like, calm down. Um, and Karkarab says back to Dumbledore, we are all protective of our private domain, are we not? Do we not jealously guard the halls of learning that have been entrusted to us?
1: Well, I can. Oh, god.
0: Are we not right to be proud that we alone know our school's secrets and right to protect them? To which Dumbledore is kind of like, uh he just kind of goes like, oh, well, like I don't know all the stuff. doesn't secrets,
1: have so. a great leg like, to stand on here because in my recent research, <laughs> there's a couple of things that stand out. There's a ton of protective enchantments and one around Hogwarts and most wizarding schools. And one of the main ones is unplottability, the mm-hmm. unplottable. Yeah, because so, you
0: don't want muggles to find you. You don't want. Like...
1: Also, you can't show it on a map. So mm-hmm. like you can't. Yeah, I don't know how. I wonder as we learn about the Fidelis Charm or Fidelius Charm. I can't remember later the secret keeper business for Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. If Hogwarts has that, and did Dumbledore have to like give them a map that like to to allow them to get there? Because both of the schools obviously travel. Yeah, it's just really interesting. I mean, there's a lot going on in that. Discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause then Fleur also t- talks about Bobatons and like the ice sculptures and all this and Roger Davies is just, you know, thirsty.
0: Look, Fleur <laughs> seems like the worst person in this chapter. Like she is so yeah, she's snobby. not very fleshed out
1: well now. Yeah, right she's now. just yeah. like, Oh,
0: it's better over here. Oh, this is too heavy. Oh, like it's just girl Two strong opinions. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to voice but, your strong opinion? Very much That's- in
1: contrast to Crumb, who's more like well, it feels like an open book of like, oh yeah, no, like we like Hogwarts and the Dermstrang fires aren't even lit. Yeah, what does that even mean?
0: Cram <laughs> seems like an introvert, like better in like one-on-one you break scenarios. The rule
1: by making your room warm, fun.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that that to me was like. Uh, I was imagining like the coldness of that. Like, it's not, it's not a uh, home. Like, it's not welcoming. It's not like cozy or whatever. Yes. It's just like, oh, it's supposed this to is harden business. you. That's like <laughs>
1: probably part of their Hermonini. philosophy. Hermonini. Hermony. Hermony. Oh,
0: gosh. Uh, also, are we on to
1: it now? Or what else?
0: Uh, Ludo Bagman comes uh, up yeah. in this chapter as well with the twins. Yeah, in the background.
1: Yeah, Ludo, Ludo and
0: Percy's Ludo. just like so excited that he has been promoted, and is just he's just oblivious to anything yep. that might seem a little off, or like what's you know, Bagman tried to talk to Harry but got Let's interrupted. You know, say
1: <laughs> that Percy is a full subscriber hmm. to meritocracy. <laughs> he yeah. believes he earned this. Yep. And he will believe in the next book that he earns the good things that happen to him in that book. And not only that, he's career. got to tell
0: everyone about it. Like,
1: And in fact, I think we learn in Order of the Phoenix that it is one of the breaking points between Percy and his parents is when his parents question whether he's been given this promotion because of who the Weasleys are to the Potter, to Harry Potter.
0: It's funny because Ron basically makes this argument to Hermione about Crumb. Yes. <laughs> of like, well, because we're close to Harry. But I don't
1: think Ron actually thinks. No, that. he
0: doesn't. He's just. He
1: is just not stating. He's grabbing that he everything he can. He's jealous. Very, he very is jealous. so jealous. I don't think Mr. Kinda, and Mrs. Weasley are jealous of Percy. This
0: is like the worst thing, though. Ron idolizes Crumb. I know. And like was so excited that he came to Hogwarts. Finally, like Crumb comes up and he's just like salty. And it's like, dude, you had your chance to be best friends forever, but no, yep, can't.
1: And as we know from Wizard Unite, he holds on to it for another twenty years. So constant for him,
0: Pickering,
1: good, (laughs) good, good way to grow up. As we know. People as adults are the same as they were as kids. <laughs> so if you didn't grow up by now, you're not going to grow up later for the most part.
0: Yeah. There are lots of also like world kind of um, fleshing out historical things mm-hmm. that are dynamics and things. Um, mm-hmm. There there was a mention of the international ban on dueling, which made me immediately think about Hamilton because because it's just like yeah no we can't duel people in the streets like this is not what we do like that's what i'm imagining because clearly a they have duel dueling here. club but it's not like to the death or whatever looks
1: like we're gonna have dueling club in hogwarts legacy mm. at least oh be. yeah yeah yeah. we did see that we, did, we
0: did see uh the beetle comes up as a just a, a line there's a beetle that harry sees uh, and then we, in the end of the chapter, get into some giant history of uh, Hagrid talking about his parents and it's just this whole thing. And of course, Harry's just like, OK, like the I love Harry's the
1: recognition. He knows that Ron's it's tone.
0: It's a feeling that he's felt before. It, yeah. he's and he's, he's like, like oh, here it comes. OK, I Is guess it's going
1: to be the mudblood conversation all, all yep. over again.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: In a lot of ways, it's a it is the same. And it again illustrates that being an outsider often frees you from the prejudices of insiders. Mm. The prejudice against mudbloods, the prejudice against half giants, the yeah. prejudice against werewolves. Even yeah. when Harry discovers that Lupin is a werewolf, it's not. it doesn't matter to him at all, even mm-hmm. when he thinks Lupin is the bad guy. He's like, oh well, it, the werewolf part is irrelevant. It's about the character of the person that he cares about. Yeah. When he thinks he betrayed, uh, you know, James.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. So, okay, now I'm reflecting back on his reactions to. I I don't know if it's because it's Hermione, but like with the spew stuff with the house elves, because mm-hmm. he's not. I guess I guess like he is pretty consistent because it's like not a thing that he really. He's indifferent towards, because it's just like, well, it doesn't make sense to him to be all gung-ho, like Hermione, like, let's start a revolution. And then he's also, I don't think, on the side of, or like, uh, recirculating the discourses that Ron does about they're happy, they like it, right? It's more like I would agree
1: with that. So he's not as passionate about this as Hermione is, but I think he, probably from a perspective, gets Hermione more than Ron. yeah. It's similar to the Durmstrang Crumb thing. Like, mm. okay, obviously, like Ron's feelings aren't aren't about him being from Durmstrang, but maybe maybe a little bit colors his opinions or the willingness to be like this guy's just evil. Mm-hmm. Whereas Harry is just like Ron, it doesn't bother me, and Ron just ignores him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor Harry, he's just trying. He is cuz he was uh, he
1: was even at the end of the chapter he's like I didn't, you know, he's too happy being back on speaking terms with Ron to like jeopardize it. But isn't that classic, right? Yeah. You don't want to sacrifice your principles. If you think your friend is wrong, you should tell him. That's caring. Nevertheless, it's
0: complicated. Well, Ron wouldn't have listened to him anyway. It just would have been no, like another. It, it would have like, spiraled. Oh, you don't understand. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Well, that
1: it was a well written scene because Ron's ability to hopscotch between arguments. Right when Hermione Hermione mm-hmm. parries one off, I can't remember exactly what it is. And then it, Ron, there's even a line where it's like with lightning speed or whatever, where Ron's just like onto the next argument. Always, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, you know yeah can you imagine
0: like you go back it's really real you go back home trying to like unwind after a great dance and then you just have two kids screaming at each other
1: it's so real it hurts it is so real it hurts
0: (laughs) what do you think like the older years are just like oh my god they're probably have their own fights yeah but probably not in the middle of the common room maybe i don't know i guess there's not many i mean it's yeah, we'll see. <laughs> the na- is
1: somewhat the nature of pairing off like that for a dance is like these choices and mm-hmm. who asks who and who goes with who. I'm telling you why it hurts people's why feelings. have
0: a dance. Just don't have it. Well, have dancing something is fun. different. Yes, but, but you don't make it like formal like where you have to have dancing you and just all this everyone stuff just show up. Show
1: I up. respect Crab and Goyle. They just they just show up. <laughs> I mean, Harry is like happy that they didn't get dates, but they could have just stayed in and not gone.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I got a bodyguard for Malfoy, but whatever. You know, there's part of it where it's like, yeah, <laughs> you, just go. God. Don't let people, you know, shame you. Like, oh, you didn't get a date, so you're not allowed, or somehow.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the
1: How I Met Your Mother about going to brunch by yourself. Brunch oh. for one, you can't do brunch for one. Why
0: not? It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> anyway, um, and Cedric. Um, is he- returning the favor of helping out, that's right?
1: I didn't even put that in this description, but yeah,
0: um, big Cedric is a prefect, so mm-hmm. it is. Um, I don't know if there's some pledge that prefects sign, probably or like adhere to, but you probably shouldn't be just giving out the prefect bathroom password, but he yeah, does he so, care. you know, he doesn't care, it's also,
1: part of- yes, so that's the end. But there was a yeah. moment in the middle,
0: yeah, I didn't write down a everything,
1: toss away moment where moody clocks the socks yes and harry says dobby the house elf gave them to me yes it's a very important moment it actually drives forward the plot quite a bit because moody as we know fake moody fake moody is gathering intel essentially in order to manipulate circumstances and this is another piece of intel that he did not have that dobby exists and has a relationship with harry
0: i love how um, was it Parvati? That's, she's a date, right? Yes. She was just like, oh, yes. that I should not be allowed. This
1: is-, is classic, though. It's the intuition. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, like, I would rag on her in divination because that stuff is nonsense. But this type of intuition, I think, is a bit mm-hmm. more real. Being able to read the person in front of you is quite real, and some people mm-hmm. are quite good at it. Mm-hmm. And I think she's, it's interesting. It's interesting to have her sort of clock, like, there is something off about this guy and it's hard to read whether it's just like his appearance and sort of the the mm. awkward nature of it or mm-hmm. whether she's actually getting at like there's something wrong here mm-hmm. this isn't a real person in front of me mm-hmm. it's not a complete person the behavior is it's inconsistent and strange
0: because um we ha- we have a lot of wizards who are who are very eccentric yes. like dumbledore um moody well I guess like so now I'm trying to think of like the personality. I guess no I guess there is like Newton. a um a threshold where there is like kind of n- n- like in the background or just like oh normal normal if I could like um there is some sort of normality of like how people behave Luna. right. Yeah and then you have people who are like a little bit beyond that or mm. in this like mm. ways that ways that we um kind of
1: Nope. Re-inscribe like what normal creepies. is, you
0: know, the creepies. Yeah,
1: I, I always find them to be in somewhat of a re- of a refreshing way, anti norm. Like they're just mm-hmm. kind of like, mm, that's not who I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm I'm the person who's always I don't care if it's cool to be skeptical and cynical. I'm I'm the we're the brothers who are like joyous and doe eyed, you know. Mm-hmm. I always appreciated that, even if they're a little annoying to Harry.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, they're
1: patriotic. they also sacrificed their lives for him, so <laughs> there's that.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm what? I would not want to be Harry Potter and just like live with.
1: Bro, that is so brutal. Live with the. I'm not kidding. Just, of all of it at the end of the stories, these stories. Yeah. It is those two deaths that strike me the worst. Mm-hmm. There's just something about what they represent. Mm -hmm. Dobby, and then those two. Mm -hmm. It's like they represent the loss of innocence. They're that not just for Harry, for everyone. There's no going back. You'll never go back. And you know, much more than all right. We're three books. (laughs) No, no, we're just like let's jump to the end. Remus and talks where it's like, well, these are adults. They that they professionally have. They've lived, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some extent of full fuller life. And they definitely neither of them represent the things that the crevies represent. Well, the in whole
0: thing is like you have children fighting in a massive societal war. No, like it is. And, and
1: I think part of it too is that in the books, in particular, there's a point made of like if you're under seventeen, you're supposed to leave, and yep. they sneak out in yep. order to fight with their friends and yes. they die. Yep.
0: it's
1: brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> fun dance though.
0: <laughs> all right well that's all that i have to do now. that's no that was good all right until next time one's ready, ready.